Getting lucky is not a viable strategy for acquiring new customers and converting more leads. Most businesses randomly grope in the dark just long enough to lock into some revenue and not fall deep into the abyss of bankruptcy. Most don't even know this is the vicious cycle they're on until it's way too late. But the best marketers have already figured a way out of this fog of confusion, including Gary Vee and even P.T. Barnum. Listen to get the whole scoop. Let's go. I was forced to discover these four quadrants of lead flow consistency. It wasn't a choice. Exactly three years ago, I decided to master LinkedIn proactive client outreach. I decided to give it all my focus, 100% of my energy and resources, and I kept track of what happened. It was a true roller coaster. Some days, I got qualified prospects who were excited to begin, and most other days, past leaving behind the deadly silence of graves. My lead flow was horribly inconsistent and I knew this just isn't right. Something was wrong with my lead generation. So I went on a full-on quest to really look deep into the, what successful marketers are doing. Where do they get their leads? How do they get their brand awareness? What are they doing that works and the whole thing was very confusing at first. Gary Vee seemed to follow a strategy that is slightly similar to Grant Cardone but different from Tony Robbins and ab absolutely contrary to James Clear, Mark Manson and Dan Kennedy. I knew there was a pattern and I had to figure it out. Then by immersing myself deep into all their marketing a metaphor began forming in my head. And I think this is one of the most important ideas you'll hear so far. It will make the four quadrant model much easier to grasp when I share it with you in a few minutes. Imagine, imagine you've started a new town. This town needs more people, more life, more flow of incomers. At first, there are no roads leading to your new town, so only the brave will muster the courage to ride through uncertainty and start a fresh life among your people. This is how your business is at first, but to get this town to thrive, you have to create roads for people to come, to help them find it easier to take the journey and for the word to spread about your new town. First, you build a road to the nearest city and suddenly a trickle of people begin to flow. But as you know, most people don't like taking risks. So your number of incomers is limited. It's a limited percentage of the people in that nearby city. Let's say, 2% of people in that city nearby that you've connected with the road are willing to unroot themselves, take up and leave. That means your maximum best case scenario is just 2%. But what if you built a new road to another city? Suddenly, 
With two roads to two different cities, you double your access to the people who want to start a new life. Your city will grow twice as large and life will be injected twice as often. Then, what if you built four roads to four different cities suddenly? It will seem like every day there are four times as many new people arrive into your city because you opened up 400% more opportunities for growth. That is success. That's beautiful. And what if you took it even further? Not everyone is willing to travel on the road for weeks to get to your town. Some people are uh, road people, other people are airplane people, other people are boat people. And you'll see the significance of this very, very soon. What if you built a seaport for boats to anchor and an airfield for airplanes to land? Now you're touching more demographics. Now rich people who want to take the Concorde and visit your place and maybe fall in love with the scenery and stay will have a quick and comfortable option. And those who love the sea, the waters and the ocean, the sea adventurers and the fishermen will have more reasons to come. Suddenly, with more paths open, you have access to more people, more new settlers, your city thrives, you can be proud, you turned it into an El Dorado. All because you systematically built the paths your ideal people, your ideal clients, or can take rather than waiting for good luck and some unplanned sprints of activity when your revenue gets too low until you luck into getting some clients. This metaphor makes it easier to understand the four quadrants of lead flow consistency, which I will present next. This model is built on one simple premise. People differ and therefore they like to consume content on the internet differently. Some people are readers. They prefer to read a book over listening to an audiobook. Some people are listeners. They prefer to listen to a podcast or even to a YouTube video playing in the background rather than watching. Other people like live interactions to feel they're part of something happening in the moment, while other people prefer to save what interests them for later consumption. And I noticed the biggest names in marketing do create channels that get new leads, prospects, and clients based on the way people prefer to consume content and ads. Now, to explain this, the first quadrant is audiovisual recorded. You can see this in full display used by Gary Vee. His YouTube videos, his TikTok skits, his podcasts, all recorded and waiting for the right people to go through that content at their own pace. Then you have this second quadrant, which is audio-visual live, which is totally different. This is what happens, as the French say, en direct. People can call Gary Vee live on his phone line to get their questions answered. His audience can also call him on Zoom or YouTube live to share their problems as he gives them answers on the spot. Live interaction for people who need to experience things as they're happening. The third quadrant is text 
recorded, Gary V confesses he is not a writer, but he has people writing for him, whether it's his multiple books, Jab Jab Hook, or turning his transcripts into blog posts or even memes, which some are part of text recorded, he's satisfying the readers, bringing them into his sphere. And I am a reader, it's my fa favorite way to learn. And I have a saying I heard that I keep in mind, leaders are readers. So if you're a reader like me, you, we are kindred spirits. Finally, the fourth quadrant is text live. Gary V does this using a service called Community. He has a phone number where people can text him and he answers back live. Then the generation of people who grew up texting will find it simple and easy to connect with the Gary V brand and some of them will even open new doors for him. Does that sound unlikely? Well, in one of his interviews, he shared this story. He wanted to land a Fortune 100 client. Those clients are too set in their ways to hire Gary V. Gary V is not their style, but one day, the kid of a Fortune 100 CEO became a big fan of Gary. And what, what that kid did, he lobbied, he pleaded, he pressured his father to hire Gary V to take care of the social media marketing of that Fortune 100 company. It was a deal worth tens of millions of dollars a year. And once you get hired by a Fortune 100 company, all the others and the Fortune 500 open right up. And you know what? Gary V got that deal just because he built a path where a teenager found him on TikTok or texted him on community and suddenly something big happens. There is a very important lesson in that story. And it's not just modern marketers like Gary V who follow this four quadrant lead flow model, which I presented audiovisual, visual recorded, audiovisual live, text recorded, and text live. Even P.T. Barnum, almost 150 years ago, built a fortune for the Barnum and Bailey Circus this way. Or if you prefer a fictional character, Gail Winant from Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead followed this same strategy almost to a T with what was available at the time. For the first quadrant, audiovisual recorded, P.T. Barnum had hundreds of flyers with pictures of freaks calling people to come see the shows at his circus. For Gail Winnand, it was his photo on the magazine. He owned the banner, showing him flying all across the world, jet set setting and building his brand this way when most other people couldn't. The second quadrant, audiovisual live. At the time, the only audiovisual live interaction possible was human interaction, direct sales, word of mouth, and referrals. P.T. Barnum employed people who went near his circus, soliciting people to buy a ticket and see the freak show. And this was surprisingly effective. For Gale, he used his, this indirectly to build his brand. People kept talking about him, gossiping about his latest infamous misadventures, and therefore the word of mouth created 
this audiovisual life channel that grew his brand for him. Bad publicity was good because all publicity is good publicity. The third quadrant, text recorded. P.T. Barnum recognized the power of distributed text. So he did distribute daily flyers telling incredible stories about shenanigans happening in his circus all across the city. Barnum opened this channel to get more leads and more visitors to his circus and he succeeded and stayed with us for history as one of the best marketers of all time. Gail Winand owned a highly popular magazine and he controlled everything written in it. He used it to push his agenda, to create his legend and to distribute text at scale. This made him a celebrity all across the city. Then the final quadrant for these all-time marketers is text live. This was not possible at the time. We are lucky today to have access to so many tools and channels that people just 20 or 25 years ago will cut their left hand just to access for 60 minutes or less. Yet, most people don't even take such a strategic view nor plan the channels where their leads will come from to make sure they have a nice diverse set of roads. That's what we, we're all about. All leading to your business, always bringing fresh leads. They don't do this planning, don't build this comprehensive strategy. Just last week, I had a call with a great, great coach. Her name is RL, and she built her business on just one quadrant. No wonder her business started giving her headache. What happened is, four years ago, she wrote on Reddit, and her posts went viral. Leads poured onto her email list. It was a time of constant feast for her business for years, but today her Reddit posts went dry. The usual hundreds of leads that came through Reddit shrunk to one or two a day. Her business is at risk. One or two leads a day will not give her the high ticket flow of clients, which are a small percentage of any leads in any list to sustain her lifestyle and her revenue. Her future income depends on what she does today and the right plan will maximize her best skills. It's not just randomly, it's her best skills used to choose the right channels and build at least one lead channel from each quadrant. Then her table will have four legs to firmly stand and support her for many, many, many years to come. For me personally, I am building these channels. What I'm doing is, for the first quadrant, audiovisual recorded. This podcast is the prime example of this channel in action. You know, when somebody talks about something, they should walk the talk, not just talk about it. And you can create much more for your business and brand. YouTube videos, free online video courses, audiograms, videograms, LinkedIn videos, being interviewed by influencers, video ads for your products, and much, much more can fit in and be perfectly specific for your needs, desires, passions, skills, and resources to fill this channel with something good that works for you. The second channel that I'm using and I'm supposed to 
audiovisual live right now. My workflow isn't optimized for live audiovisuals, but I am planning to get a good camera, good lights, and start doing live Q&A somewhere like YouTube. We'll see when this happens as I'm building the other quadrants first. I've learned from Peter Drucker something, which is focus on making what you're doing well done even better before you start improving what is mediocre. That's a secret to success right there. Third quadrant is text recorded. I am a writer. It's part of my identity. It's one of my strengths and therefore I've been building this for a while. Whether it's the transcripts to each episode of my podcast, including this one, or my posts on Medium, or tweets, LinkedIn articles, Quora answers, a wealth of roads are out there leading the world to the doors of story bonding. And to take this further, I am planning I am planning to start a free email newsletter with this tagline, Become a Legend by Emulating Legends, where I analyze stories that made brands and people legendary and stories that stuck to our minds and turned them into templates you can plug your info into and start using in your content marketing, branding, and even in your conversations with people so that you come across more fascinating, more exciting, and you will know what you're using work because it has been proven for years or decades or long, 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 long time. And you always have fresh new stories that make you interesting to your audiences. But this depends on whether people are interested or whether it's better that I keep this project private. If this newsletter that is free is interesting to you, email me at mentor at storybonding.com, M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com, and let me know, say that this is a good idea to share, analyze stories, turn them into templates you can use so that you become a legend by emulating legends and have more things to use in your content. And when I see there is demand for this newsletter and enough people interested, I will make this newsletter where I give you simple templates based on stories proven to work you can use and get results. The final quadrant, text live, is a love-hate for me. I am a man who values tranquility. Peace of mind is in my top five values. I can't live a hectic, overwhelming life. That is the opposite of what brings me joy and happiness. It's even in the three pillars of what I stand for. Pillar one, no regrets, to take every opportunity. Pillar two, no overwhelm, to simplify business and life effectively. Pillar three, no stagnation, to learn and grow every day. These are the values I stand for. If these three values, no regrets, no overwhelm, no stagnation, are meaningful to you, then you're part of my family. You're in the right place right now on this podcast. If not, if those don't resonate, then we're not compatible, and I hope you'll find your fix somewhere else. This is not really for you. Anyway, 
Since I value tranquility, live texting upsets my peace. I notice that after receiving too many messages a day, my focus lowers, my stress gets up there, and I don't like that at all. However, to make sure I don't leave this quadrant as a weakness for my business, I do live Quora sessions for two hours a week where I open live questions and I take questions from the people who follow me while I respond promptly. It's a good compromise for the moment and we'll see what the future will hold because adaptation is the name of the game. Now, there are three mistakes people can make when implementing the four quadrants of lead flow consistency in their businesses and brands. Mistake one, only building channels in one quadrant. Let's return to the new town metaphor. This is like building all your roads leading up north while there are nice cities to your east, west, and south. Diversify. There is a concept in investment called having a diversified portfolio. And hard math and experience proves that a diversified portfolio makes more money than putting all your eggs in one basket. So, to get the best results for your business, Target all quadrants, build all four legs so that your table stands up right. Mistake two, building too many roads. At the first glance, this might seem to contradict the previous advice, but it does not. Imagine your new town. You as a builder of that new town has limited time and limited money. And let's say you decided, you know, for some reason to make 100 roads. How good will those roads be? They'll end up being dirt roads with broken sections and large holes where travelers get into accidents, some die, and others will just give up and go somewhere else. It will hurt you. It's the same with your business. If you can't give your lead acquisition channels enough attention, build less. Of course, this depends on how many people are helping you with these channels. If you're doing it all by yourself, just one person, then choose one channel in each quadrant and work with those. That's more than enough to keep you safe and help you grow while leaving your workload manageable. As you already know, I am anti-overwhelm. I consider overwhelm the modern day nemesis and the destroyer of peace of mind life does not have to be overwhelming to give you everything you want and more. Don't fall into the trap of those hustle harder snake oil peddlers. They're not as right as you think. Mistake three, trying to always have original content in each quadrant. And the key word is always. I am all for original content, but you need omnipresence to be present as often as possible in your channels. This means repurposing. If you record a video, turn the audio into a podcast and the transcript into an article and add a live Q&A to get some live interaction. If you write an article, turn a part of it into a tweet and get it read by those nice artificial intelligence voiceovers as a podcast, and add a video animation to get it on YouTube. Repurpose, repurpose, repurpose. Become omnipresent. You need to be prolific so that your roads aren't thin roads, but 
highways to your new town. And if you'd like help with this, I offer services tailored to your situation to build for you the four quadrants of lead flow consistency into your business so that you can have safety and a consistent flow of new prospects coming your way. Email me today to mentor at storybonding.com, M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com and let's begin a conversation to see whether we're a good fit and in which exact ways I can help you. Now, before we end today's episode, I leave you with one of the most viral Quora answers I've ever written and it's packed with value. The question was, how would Gary V define marketing? And my answer is, Gary V will define marketing exactly like this. Marketing is not trying to sell your product. Marketing is not public relations. Marketing is not making ads and getting people into a funnel. What is marketing then? Marketing is a special way of publishing content. You have to become a media company just like CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and Netflix. Why? First, what is the purpose of marketing? It is to build a brand people love. Because the truth is, there's something more powerful than features and benefits and sales letters and logical arguments and impulse buys and special offers. What is this one thing more important to buying and selling than the offer itself? It is the human relationship. And how do people de develop relationships? Humans develop relationships based on two factors. Familiarity, which is created through repeated exposure. Second, the positive value the relationship adds to their lives. Then, the more often people see your brand, the more they will like you. And the more value you share in your content, the more people will like you. And when you mix both, by being present everywhere, sharing good, helpful content, they will fall in love with you. The relationship goes deep. It's about being a good person, lending a hand everywhere through multiple channels to people so that you begin helping them before they give you money. You naturally will become their number one choice and they don't care whether your product is the best or isn't, as long as it's good enough, what matters to them is they want to buy from you because it is you and because you have helped them and shown them that you care and it's not just about scarcity and about the money. This comes from understanding relationship building, that it happens through familiarity and added value, that you are a media company and your first role is to publish good content all the time. Tens of pieces of content, new, repurposed, original, curated content every single day on multiple quadrants. Why? So that you have more repeated familiarity than your lazy competitors. That's how you win this game of business. This is how Gary Vee will define marketing and this strategy of adding value constantly and being present is what I am all about. Finally, if you need a sign 
to take a step forward towards that thing you really want in your life, this episode is that sign. Begin today. Start. Go for it. The world is hungry for, you, for your unique gift. People who need you are out there right now, lost without you. All they need is to hear a word from you, but they don't even know you exist. You have to build roads so that they will find you, love you, support you, and change their lives thanks to you. It's like settlers who are having a horrible life in their cities and they wish to, stand, to start at the fresh new next page of their existence thanks to you and with you, but you're not, your hand is not there when they need it. They don't even know you exist, helping others, changing lives. This is really what life is all about. Again, if you'd like help with this, with the four quadrants, with building roads, with ideas, with plans, even with execution to get more roads where your ideal customers can comfortably travel and find you and bring a constant flow of leads that will convert, that will give your business the oxygen to grow and to stay, which is the money, email me today here, mentor at storybonding.com, M-E-N-T-O-R at storybonding.com, and let's see whether we're a good fit. If we are, let's change the world together. Let's elevate, accelerate, and thrive.